The man upstairs must be impatient. Three flights up, Kurt found an open door. A man was standing in it looking at him. The man wore a vest which bore the signs of many hasty meals. He was unshaven, greasy of face and hands. The trousers he wore were peg-topped, flashily cut. The face also had the air of past flashiness, now worn through. The eyes were bulging, of indefinite color. The mouth was warped and cynical. Who the hell do you want? Kurt stopped before the door and very carefully looked the man up and back down to the scarred shoes. He let several uneasy seconds elapse before he answered, and then he said, Who the hell wants to know? Name is Sloan, muttered the other, his poise gone. Kurt took out the magazine and thrust it into Sloan's hands, pointing to the ad. Have I got the wrong address? I'm thinking that I have it that. Oh, no, no. This is right. You a mechanic or a pilot or what? I'm a pilot. I'm Kurt Reed. Shall we go in and sit down or shall we tell all to the neighbors? Come in, come in, said Sloan, suddenly cordial. He led the way into a room blued with cigarette smoke. Two other men immediately bounced to their feet. A third person, smaller than the others, remained seated, watching with amused eyes. Sloan did the introducing in an offhand way. Fat guy's Bruce, this here guy's Bill Connolly, and that guy there, I don't know. This here guy's Kurt Reed. He says he's a pilot. Bruce took a quick step forward. His eyes were rather hazy behind silver-rimmed glasses. His shirt was well cut, and the cuffs were stiffly starched and unbuttoned. His face was rather soft and sunburned. His hair was standing erect like combed steel wool. He was a foot shorter than Kurt. Bruce offered his hand. A pilot? Reed, you say? Very glad to know you. Very glad to know you. I suppose you've come to say about that position, huh? Kurt looked the three over. The fourth person definitely did not belong. A kid, decided Kurt, and a rather handsome kid at that. No, I came down here because I like to walk. What's offered? We're going to Yucatan, said Bruce. Bill Connolly nervously blinked his eyes and said, Yeah, Yucatan. That's right, Yucatan. Kurt grinned. Oh, Yucatan. Solemnly, the three nodded in unison. The kid in the corner smiled. Archaeology. Explained Bruce, wrestling with the word. Oh, uh, from some university, uh, your professor, is that it? Once more, they all nodded. The kid in the corner <laughs> laughed outright, and they turned to stare. When their eyes came back to Kurt, Kurt knew that they knew he was laughing at them. Bruce, after a moment's thought, evidently decided to let it ride. His hand came out of his right hip pocket. Yes, we're going down in the interests of science. We have two planes, both of them very good, very fast. But we have only one pilot. That's Bill Connolly there. Connolly's eyes were twitching. He swallowed a couple times, making his Adam's apple leap convulsively. The pay? Bruce looked at Sloan. Sloan's bulging eyes rocked toward Kurt and came back to Bruce. It's good. A thousand dollars for the trip. And if you're the guy I think you are, then that ought to mean something to you just now. You'll get it when you come back. While I'm down there, I may want some time off to myself. Yeah, that's okay. You can even borrow one of our planes. And now, how about me? Said the kid in the corner. He wants the job as radio operator. Bruce explained to Kurt. Says he's pretty good, but I say he's too damned young. Kurt looked fixedly at the kid in the corner. Young was the right word for it. Unless... Kurt's silver-gray eyes were almost closed. 
A smile flickered on his mouth. Where's your papers? I gotta see your papers. I haven't got any, but if you'll take me to a key, I'll show you that I know my business. Where'd you get your experience? I, uh, I was airline operator for TAT for, for three years. Bruce snorted. <laughs> Nuts. You can't get a job by lying to me. You ain't old enough. Get out. The kid stood up and shot Kurt an appealing glance. Maybe this gentleman could verify. See here, I've got a slip which shows. The kid reached into a jacket pocket and brought forth a bundle of envelopes. Something silver flashed down to the floor, rolled halfway across the rug and stopped, spinning. A compact. Bruce stared at the thing, then at the kid. Kurt knew the answer instantly. This was no boy, but a girl. The face was more pretty than handsome. The voice was too fine for even a youngster. Bruce loosed a muffled snarl. You damn spy. Who sent you here? Who sent you? Bruce took two steps, feline steps.